0: What the hell is going on? I just heard from Weldon that Hancock is a vampire now. Winkler wasn't wasting time on formal greetings. News travels fast, I guess, I mumbled. Winkler heard. His hearing is as good as mine. Do you want to talk to him? He's there, Winkler asked. I didn't bother with an answer. I handed the phone to Tony. Hancock here, Tony said. Honestly, that blunt director of the Joint NSA Homeland Security Department would never go away, even if he were a baby vamp. Holy shit, they weren't lying, Winkler muttered. No, not in the least, Tony acknowledged. A vampire was helping Paul, Darren, and me with the terrorist investigation in Paris when my hotel was bombed. My femoral artery was severed, and he knew I was dying. He saved me the only way he could. Do you have a name for this vampire? Winkler asked. I'm not allowed to reveal the name of my sire. He has instructed me not to do so, and I'll honor his wishes. If not for him, I'd be in a box headed back to the States. I was learning something just by listening to Tony talk with Winkler. No wonder the vampire laws stated that death must be imminent to make a turn. The newly turned vampire is grateful for the intervention, It also brought up the fact that I hadn't been a good candidate in the vampire community's eyes. I had been in good health at the time and was particularly ungrateful for my turning. Leaving Tony to have his conversation with Winkler, I stalked into the bathroom, rounded the turn into my walk-in closet, grabbed some clothes, and proceeded to dress quickly. While I combed my hair at the dressing table afterward, I noticed my face held a bit more color, and my lips seemed a little rosier since returning from Refazan. I looked like my mother now. She'd been beautiful when she was young, with strawberry blonde hair that curled just a bit, sky-blue eyes with thick lashes and creamy skin that didn't require makeup. My mother only wore makeup after Howard Graham hit her in the face to cover bruises. It was probably a good thing he was already dead, he wouldn't want to meet up with me after I'd become vampire. Sighing over the twists and turns in my life, I set the brush down and returned to my bedroom. Tony was still there talking to Winkler. They put Jennings in charge? Tony didn't sound surprised. In fact, he sounded relieved. He was talking about Agent Bill Jennings, who'd been strictly by the book when I first met him. he loosened up during our travels across the U.S., yeah, he's already contacted me about the updates to the software. Uh-oh. I was being forced to hand Tony and Winkler some secret and obscure truths. Both of you listen carefully. I came to stand next to Tony. Winkler, the reason Gavin hung around so long when I was working for you was because he was watching you at the same time. The vampires were terrified of your software, They thought it could be used to identify them and destroy the race. That statement brought complete silence from Winkler. I think he may have stopped breathing for a moment. When you made the announcement that it didn't work and sold it to Tony, I went on, that's when all of them relaxed their sphincters and Gavin hauled me off to the council. If you want to live, you'll keep that information to yourselves. Winkler didn't speak for several seconds. Tony was shocked, I could tell. He might have been less surprised if I'd suddenly sprouted a second head. Holy shit, Winkler muttered finally. Tony was wide-eyed and nodding at Winkler's assessment.